Silver from Platinum Overdose, and you're listening to Ralph on Radio Bypass. today's episode of Radio Bypass, I am joined by the lead singer for the band Platinum Overdose, Steve Philbrook. How you doing, Steve? I'm doing good, Ralph. How are you? Ah, doing well, thanks. I appreciate you taking a little time to talk to us today. No problem. 
So this is a new band for me, and I'm sure for all of our listeners as well. I've played a couple of songs from the Murder in High Heels uh, album, uh, starting with Rise Up, and I played um, Black Widow, which I believe is a Motley Crue cover, um, and I think I've played Broken Boulevard. Great stuff. The whole album all the way through is awesome uh, in every regard. The musicianship, your singing, you got a you got a great set of pipes on you. Um, the whole thing oh, sounds you. sounds great. Oh, you're welcome. So, but being that you're new, and I know myself, I didn't know a lot about the band, and I'm thinking many people may not. So, I thought you could tell us a little bit about Platinum Overdose. How did this band come together? Sure. Yeah, it, it, it's really interesting. Lance V, the bass player in, in the band and, and the producer of the project, uh, called me to see if I was interested in doing vocals on a, you know, on an eighties theme sunset strip kind of tribute record. And, um, and I said, yeah, you have never, you know, funny thing is, is I've never met Lance, um, Matt or, you know, anybody that's been involved with the project, Rick, uh, you know, we're all doing this kind of remote Lance and Matt are out in, in Burbank there. Um, and I'm, I'm recording my stuff in Minnesota and, and Rick's doing his stuff in, in Canada where he's from. So we kind of record remotely and, but we're always talking together and um, texting, but we actually haven't been in the same room recording together. So it's been very different in that aspect of it. Wow. I would say but, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, no, the, it's the whole album was songs that were um, kind of written by uh, Chuck, one of Lance's mentors and buddies and that were just some really good songs that he felt should be heard, you know, and, and started digging deeper and, and um, just coming up with other songs, you know, one of the songs that I wrote on the album, and just stuff that was written back, you know, in the 80s time frame that we really wanted to uh, to get out, and, and we're happy with it, you know, with the album, how it came out. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're excited about it. Yeah, you should be. You put together a great project, and especially if you were all in separate places, you don't, because I, I, you know, I hear the energy on this record. It's there, um, and that's a little different sometimes when the people making it aren't all in the same room, all plugged in at the same time. So that's that's pretty impressive. Um, now, what was your? How did Lance find you? What was your background? Had you been in some other bands or? Yeah, so but back in the in the late eighties, early nineties, I was in a band called Brass Kitten and we toured, you know, the country for nonstop really for four years. We we're doing probably two hundred fifty to three hundred shows a year, um, in that time frame. Wow. Um just playing all the clubs and, and opening up for um other national acts, you know, theaters, small arenas, um, you know, the club scene and and uh um we did two records with Brass Kitten um, back in the day, which are on uh, Demon Doll Records. They re-released the, the two Brass Kitten records, and and that's where Lance, you know, heard of me and and uh, called me to see if I was interested in in doing some vocals on on this album. Oh. Well, I'm sorry, I missed Brass Kitten somehow. I never caught that band. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, <laughs> it's uh, weird. It's just, you know, typical pop '80s style rock band you know a lot of fun a lot of energy um yeah check it out 
<laughs> yeah, I will now. Now that I know about it, I will check it out because, I, like I said, I love your singing on this record. And I guess we should mention, too, Matt Thor, who um, some folks might know from Rough Cut. Um, he was the bass player yeah. in Rough Cut, but he played rhythm guitar on this record, correct? Correct, yeah. He's, he's a great player, and um, that was really something really cool for me is because Rough Cut was one of my favorite bands when I was growing up in the eighties, you know, they weren't, weren't the, the biggest band out there, but I liked a lot of that stuff as, as opposed to, you know, the, everything that was really mainstream on, on the radio for my guitar playing. I like listening to um, different guitar players and rough cut was one of the tops of that list. So when I, you know, I found out he was in, in this project was, uh, it's, it's really cool for me. It's pretty fun. I bet. I bet. Yeah. I, I was a rough cut fan too. I, I, I really liked Paul Shortino as well. Oh, yeah. He's awesome. He was a great yep. singer. Um, yeah, so that's kind of interesting. Um, what else can you tell us about this record? I mean, is there anything that uh, we should know about it besides the fact that you should listen to it, guys, and pick up a copy because it's great? Absolutely. Keep listening to it. Everybody buy it. That'd be great. Yeah, no, you know, it was, we, we were throwing strong ideas around, and it was a really different recording process that we kind of touched on um which but it was really unique in the way that everybody got to spend or at least i can speak for myself you know time just uh concentrating on certain aspects of of, of the vocals wanting them to come out like i would want them to come out and then sending tracks back and forth it was almost like the person was sitting in the room next to you because it was basically real time record something send it over yeah, that's cool. Or no, do something like this different. You know, so we were, we we're able to do a lot of that, but still be kind of for me, myself, just being, you know, on my own and, and delivering it the way I felt it should be done. So it's, it was pretty neat in that aspect of it. Um, yeah, about the, the record, you know, they said before, they're just songs that um, we all felt were really cool songs that just, uh, never had a chance to to get out on a record need your love or recorded back or wrote back in the brass kitten days we never recorded it um uh, broken boulevard is is the only song that we all all wrote together on this record um and we we did some collaborating on a few of the other things mm -hmm. um but the next record we're, we're going to do and hope we're going to do another one coming up and um hopefully a couple and uh which we'll all write together it'll be a lot of fun I'm keeping the same kind of same vein. Definitely want to stick to the the '80s style of music, just the the pop kind of hard, you know, energy right. '80s rock. So, so I assume everybody's fans of that music, and that's part of the reason to keep that sound. You guys are kind of paying homage to that. It sounds like it is. You know, it, it's it's one of those things. I like a lot of different style of music, but for me and what I do, it's just just what I like to do. I have the most passion for it. And, and I, you know, it's just, that's, I won't want to do any other type of music really. <laughs> I love it. I love the energy of it. Yeah. And how, how catchy it is and, and gets you excited, you know, to, I remember back, you know, early eighties, mid eighties when I was in high school and listening to just all the, the, the pop metal rock out there before hockey games and stuff like that. Just gets you excited. And, and, it's never left. I still have that when I, when I hear the music. I just love it. 
Yeah, I'm, well, I'm the same way. You know, most there's stuff from the '70s too, of course, that I totally dig. Oh, but, absolutely. But a lot of my favorite stuff that I still get excited when I hear it is from the '80s. You know, Tesla, Cinderella, bands like that. I still just, I just love the music. I, every time I hear yeah. it, it's it still sounds, in my mind anyway, it still sounds current, and I like the sound of it. I like the way those records were put together. I like everything about them. So yeah, I'm I'm the same way. That's probably what attracted me to platinum overdose when i heard it because i knew it was new but it kind of almost sounded like it wasn't new all at the same time it was kind of it was kind of a neat thing yeah and that you know with, with this band we're not trying to reinvent the wheel by any stretch of the imagination we just want to do that style of music because we all love it and just you know do it the best we can and because there's still people out there that that really do enjoy it um and it's nice to get new material as opposed to, you know, I love listening to the old classics, but it's, it's great to hear new stuff as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I agree. And who decided to cover black widow? Because that was kind of an interesting choice. If you're going to do a Motley Crue song, that's certainly not one of their more well-known tunes. Who came up with that idea? Yeah, that was Lance. He wanted to do that one. And, and, uh, yeah, I think that's why, because it, it, it's got such a cool groove to it. It's it, it's really thumping. It, it, it's got a lot of energy to it, but it w- is definitely not one of the more well-known crew songs. So, you know, I don't think we you know we go out and do we do like looks at kill or you know, any of the like big songs, right? Um, but one one of the other ones, you know, this is it's a great song. And Nikki Six wrote it, and it's actually about Lita Ford. Um. It's just it just felt right right to do us cool. We had, we had a lot of fun doing it. Yeah, well, I like your version very much. I, I, I thought it was really good, and I thought it was oh, a great you. choice. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. So, all right. So that's a little bit of the background, I guess, and how it came together. And it sounds like um, Matt and Lance probably worked on it together then in in California, like you said, and you guys were distant but a lot of communication um so that's how that whole thing came together that's great and obviously um it sounds like lance was aware of brass kitten then which which like i say somehow i missed that one but um so at this point now you got the record out it came out august 30th so it's been out just a little over a month um any plans for any kind of live shows to promote the record at all to support it or are you just gonna get it out there, let people know about it, hope they like it and work on another recording or what are you guys' plans? Yeah. You know, it, we haven't really talked about doing live shows, you know, not that it's out of the question, you know, but logistically it, it it's a little difficult being that we're all, you know, different parts of the, of the country. And, um, you know, and Matt's got a, he's a pretty popular producer engineer. Mm-hmm. LA Burbank and he's, he's busy all the time. So for him to get away to do some live shows would be difficult. Um, you know, you know, you never say never, but you know, the whole concept is for this band is we just want to keep making music. So, you know, we're not done with you know, murder, murder in high heels. It's not just a one album deal. You know, we're, we're looking to, you know, we're planning on doing like a three song EP in the near future with another full length, record or two following that so we've got a lot of a lot of songs a lot of song ideas um that we're working through as a group and uh you know we just want to get get that stuff out 
for, for people to enjoy. Well, nothing wrong with that. Oh, excuse me. Got a little tickle in my throat there. Uh, well, there's nothing wrong with that by any means. I definitely would look forward to hearing that that uh, EP. What Would you guys ever get together and record together? Or would you kind of keep the same kind of concept going? Everybody kind of stays in their place and does their thing. Yeah, you know what? I, I would like to get together. It would be fun. I mean, Lance and, and Matt, they've known each other and have been friends for a long time. And, and they record together. You know, at Matt's studio, MT Studios, it's where the majority of the recording has been done and everything was mixed there and mastered and stuff. But um, yeah, I would, I would like to, to get out and record with them. Um, and I definitely think that's possible. You know, as we, uh, you know, this whole first record was kind of a feeling out process to see if it's even going to be well received. You know, people would really want to hear it or, or like it. And I think we've got that answer, you know, about a month into it now since the release and we've had a lot of f- positive feedback. Um, so yeah, it just, that kind of fuels our fire to, to keep going. And, uh, um, yeah, it would be great to get together and record with them. I think would add another element that we, you know, haven't tapped on this one. Got it. Well, I'm glad to hear that you're getting a good reception because this record deserves it. Definitely. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you're you're quite welcome, young man. Quite welcome. Um, okay, well, I guess that kind of covers it. I mean, that gives us an idea of what the band was all about, how it came together, and um, what your plans are for the future. That we know we can look forward to some more music from you guys, which would be excellent. Because um, these ten songs right here are absolutely fabulous. I can't wait to hear some more. So, um, for everybody that may not have heard the times that I've played this band, again, this is Platinum Overdose. We're talking to Steve, and their record is Murder in High Heels. And the um, only thing that I didn't realize at first when I discovered this, too, there was only one place to get this record, right, at demondollrecords.com. Is that the right address? Correct. For the physical CD and uh, the singles are available on iTunes, um, Bandcamp. You can get the digital album download. Um, so there's there's some other areas out there. But yeah, for the whole physical CD, Demon Doll Records, that's that's the place to get it. Okay, that I know that's where I got my copy because I'm still a physical guy. I still like the, I, I don't know, I like physical product. I can't help it. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Just sounds better to my ears. Okay, well, Steve, I appreciate you taking some time to join us today and fill us in a little bit on Platinum Overdose. We'll definitely continue to play uh, songs from this release. What? Um, so, so so far, I've played Rise Up. I've played the cover of uh, Black Widow. Uh, if you were to pick the next song that I play, which would be during this interview here, what would what song would you recommend off this record we play next? Gosh, I really like Pretty and Punk, the, the first song on the record. I, I think it's got a, a lot of energy. It, it's aggressive. It's melodic. I, I really like the, just the whole the way the whole song's put together. I really like that one. So that's one of my favorites. And, uh, yeah, I, I would recommend that one. All right. So that's what we are going to play next, folks. We are going to play Pretty and Punk, as recommended by Steve. Steve, thanks again for joining us today, and have a great rest of your day, okay? Okay. Thank you. All right. Thank you.
overdose, pretty and punk. That's from their debut album, and that song suggested by their lead singer, Steve, who you just heard the interview with. And, of course, starting off everything was another platinum overdose tune called Need Your Love, also found on the debut album. So I hope you enjoyed our interview with Steve and know a little bit more about the Platinum Overdose Band. And if you haven't picked up a copy of their debut album, I highly recommend you go out and get it. Murder in High Heels is the album, and uh, a lot of great tunes on that record. And then we did mention during the interview that Matt Thor from Rough Cut is part of Platinum Overdose. So that kind of got me in the mood for something from the first Rough Cut album. This is a tune called Black Widow.
Black Widow, going back to 1985 for the debut album from Rough Cut that was just called Rough Cut. I'm Ralph Rasmussen, and you are checking out episode 138 of the Radio Bypass podcast, where we try to play some of the best old and best new music, mainly just rock and roll that deserves to be heard. And I got a band now for you out of Sweden called Aerodyne. This tune's called Kick It Down.
Melodyne, a band out of Sweden from their new album, Damnation. That's Kick It Down. And now we're going to go from Sweden to Norway and check out something from a band called Stargazer. This is Lost Generation.
Lost Generation from Stargazer. That's off their latest release, The Sky is the Limit. I'm Ralph Rasmussen, and you have been listening to episode 138 of the Radio Bypass podcast. I appreciate you coming by and checking out another episode. We're just about out of time for today, but we'll be back next Sunday with some more new rock and roll and some good old rock and roll as well. Rock and roll that deserves to be heard. So thanks for listening, as you always do. If you need to get in touch with me, you can send me an email, ralph at radiobypass.com. And thanks again to Steve from Platinum Overdose for taking some time to tell us about the band and talk talk to us a little bit. Appreciate that, Steve. Platinum Overdose, great record. You can get it at demondollrecords.com if you haven't picked up a copy already. All right, so I'm going to leave you with one tune that came out from an album that came out a year ago as of yesterday from Anthony Gomes. I'm going to leave you with a tune from Peace, Love, and Loud Guitars. All good things. Song's called Come Down. I'll talk to you next Sunday. Do